Welcome everybody to What the Hops, episode one. I'm Brian, and joining me on the episode today is Eric and Adam. I guess it wouldn't be a podcast if on the first episode we didn't have some kind of technical difficulties, but it actually deleted our original intro, so I'm here today recording a new one. So hopefully you guys enjoy the podcast, and remember to follow us on Twitter at WhatTheHops, Instagram at WhatTheHopsPodcast, and Untapped at WTH Podcast. Thanks and enjoy. We are going to talk about our first beer today, though, and that is going to be the Big Ditch Brewing Company's Deep Cut Double IPA. Uh, We just poured ourselves a nice glass of it. It's uh, an Imperial Double IPA hitting at 8.2 ABV with a 98 IBU and a 4.05 overall rating on Untapped. So I guess this is uh, one of Buffalo's more hyped up beers. And it doesn't really disappoint. No, I, I think it's I think it's well rounded. Um, you know, you, you get a little bit of citrus notes from the from the get go, and it's got you know it definitely has some body to it. Um, you know, and it's not overly bitter on the back end. No, I mean it's a smooth beer. I mean it does have a little bit of that dry finish to it, but yeah. that's it's it's that classic double IPA feel that really that you're looking for. Um, it's got that sweetness and just really kind of hit you hit you perfectly on that yeah so. and this um this was one of their recent brew batches that just recently came out last week i want to say or a week and a half ago maybe this was canned on may 22nd so so it's the freshest of the fresh yeah we are we are drinking it right in the prime time right here yeah so i mean it's definitely i mean for its style it's good you know we can always sit here and talk about what people are rating stuff on tap, and I mean, it's a hard thing to go off of. You know, like I said, New England IPAs have changed a lot of the ways that we are perceiving beers nowadays, where I think that even a good smooth beer like this, it can either inflate or, you know, deflate a score for it because of what people's palates are becoming, too. But, I mean... From a drinkability, I mean, this is definitely a good beer. I'd order it again. I think that's, you know, the, the fact that they keep producing it, canning it, you know, putting out, you know, fresh four packs, you know, and they're, you know, they're not really tweaking the recipe. They're, they're consistently putting out a good product. Yeah, and this is one of the beers that when they first started canning, they had intentions of canning right away and did so. And they've been doing it ever since and doing releases and selling it pretty consistently. Um, when you're in the stores and stuff, you don't really see cans that have been sitting too long out there, which is a great thing, especially with the amount of distribution and the amount of beers that we have available to us in this region. Sure. So, I mean, yeah. the fact that they're selling it. And it's not like it, it's it's priced really well as well, so it's not... It's, it's definitely an appealing thing to someone who's kind of looking. It's like, eh, what should I get at the store? I'll grab a four-pack of this. It's I know it's good. Sure. Why not? You I'd know? say it's a good Buffalo price for stuff. I mean, you go into, you know, Premier, and, I mean, we all go in there, and you're most of the time you're walking out with single cans of a lot of stuff. That rare occasion you're going to buy 
a four pack of something but i mean with, with some of those prices i mean you're talking 18 19 20 bucks a four pack I mean, this doesn't hit you the same way and i think it's still you know good price for what we would pick up here yeah i mean i picked it up at the brewery you know a couple weeks ago and it was like 13.99 for the four pack so and I mean, that's that's a that's a perfect yeah, price for something like this you know for for yeah. 16 ounce cans you know for four of them you, you really can't go wrong for a really solid well-rounded beer speaking of the brewery too they actually just had their third anniversary party yesterday as of the recording of this podcast so i mean that can help lead us into our actual discussion which is buffalo breweries um with big ditch hitting three years uh rusty nichols actually having their three-year anniversary tomorrow um community beer works just had their seventh anniversary a couple months ago uh seven yeah wow yeah they've been around for that long by the end of the year they'll have if you count hydraulic carf they'll have four locations open if you count the niagara falls one and the new location over on seventh yeah so seven years and that amount of growth is ridiculous but when it comes down to it i feel they're probably the standard when it comes to microbreweries sure i mean when they you know they started out of a garage you know a small little small little place and you know built a name for themselves and i think that's really for a successful brewery that's what you really got to do is you got to build a rapport you got to put out good products and then you got to have a following and you know the the possibilities are endless as we can see here for cbw i mean four establishments in seven years not just centrally located within buffalo but branching out to niagara county um you really can't beat it um you know and you know turning out good products i mean it's good for them so well i mean i remember brian we went to some beer fest years ago and cbw was there and they weren't even making beer yet they were just there hyping everything up handing out t-shirts and just stickers and just you know talking about what they're trying to do and what they're going to be doing and i mean it's just cool that you know seven years later you know they've released over a thousand batches of beer they made a beer to celebrate their thousandth batch and i mean just (laughs) it's incredible like you go in there still they have beers that are stapled and they're awesome beers they're good beers to drink and i mean they just keep on putting out stuff too and it's just crazy to think like 10 years ago the only kind of beer we could get that was local was southern tier and uh flying flying bison Bison, yeah Yeah. i mean and flying flying bison for like the like greater buffalo area i mean flying bison's been around for 21 years wow 21 yeah that's crazy when it comes to like longevity i mean they are it and when we first started drinking craft beer i mean we were drinking aviator red and rusty chain like it was sure nothing because one it was cheap and two was i mean i'm a fan of killians i'm not gonna lie um killians was my jam back in the day and absolutely aviator red was basically hey this is a local version of this thing a better tastier fresher version of drinking killians and you know what when they moved to the new um location a couple years ago near larkinville i mean that's definitely helped them too that's a cool spot to go to you know it's they have a lot of fun stuff that goes on there constantly as well so yeah, they got i mean food truck tuesday yeah i mean it's just something that hypes up the brewery too and i mean the the area has come along i mean it's not this is going hand in hand with the city being like revitalized in a way too and our beer scene's getting better um i wish you could say that about sports but i mean hopefully that's turning around in the next you know 
month or two, anyways. But you know, it's oh, you can you can look at you can look at the Stanley Cup Finals right now, and you can say anything can really happen. So absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, you never really know. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I mean, maybe maybe if uh, maybe if we get a goaltender that knows what the fuck he's doing, then we can actually uh, <laughs> actually figure some shit out when it comes to when it comes to hockey. At I least. don't give a shit what happens. Just fucking win. Like that's <laughs> we need that. I mean. On top of that, I mean, if you're doing, imagine these breweries doing something, having Bills games, you know, or, or like on and going wild, or like, and the Bills are killing it. You know, this last year was something big. Well, us going in the playoffs and then the drought. Well, it, like years ago, we used to go to bars and we'd end up at like Vinny's and we'd go there and just, you know, pound Molson's three for five or Blue White three for dude, five. Dude, you know if you go if you're going to Vinny's, you're drinking Molson or Blue White anyhow. You're not going there to drink craft beer. You're yeah, going to get that. Do they have any craft beer on tap? They got. They do. They got. <laughs> they Blue do. Moon was the craft beer when it, was, when it started. That was like the new shit. Like, they oh, got that was, orange for the side. Fresh was, oranges. Hey, we didn't know what hey. to do. I was so upset when they took Killian's off tap and replaced it with Blue Moon, man. That was one of the worst days of my life. It was a sad day for Brian. Yeah, but you know what? Like, when we were there, though, we didn't care because when we would go there, we would sit there, watch Sabre games. That place would be dead silent listening to the game when we had those runs in 05-06 and 06-07, and it was absolutely, like, insane to be like that. And, like, you just realize, you think back, and it was like, wow, that was cool, like, doing all this shit. But we drank such shitty beers and just like regular domestic stuff i mean just, and we just pound them you know what happens now if like what's going on i mean someone brought it up on twitter a few weeks ago i don't know who it was jeremy white mentioned it on um on the morning show on wgr about if they served like hay burner at bills games like people well, might die like speaking of that he didn't he mention that the padres stadium has what over 100 beers on 100, tap? 150 local craft brews obviously San 150 Diego's a yeah, lot bigger wow, crazy. and they and are a staple city for craft brew sure but i mean that's not something that we can't do here i mean well uh, we do do it at, i mean at whatever pilot feels called now um coca-cola i think they're changing the name <laughs> and uh hopefully they get rid of coke products but too. they they do like especially on Shout a friday they have the uh they have the um, they have the craft beer ones. Yeah, they, the, they have the craft ha- the craft beer happy hour where yeah, it's like three dollar craft beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they Which, usually have like a good selection, like ten to fifteen different yeah. local brews. On and it keep- they got other like statewide, you know, brews from downstate too, which it's solid. I mean, their their brews are getting better to go to a ballpark, and you can go to a ballpark for happy hours. I mean, it's like thirteen bucks to get in the frigging game. Like, sure. it's a cool thing to go to see some baseball. Get some cheap ass beers, go to town. I mean, shit, you can catch six innings and dip to another bar if you really want. Now that we got Uber, I mean, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hop an Uber, go down to Thin Man or go down to Allen and get fucking wild at Coulter. Or if you really want to get dangerous, go to the Stink. <laughs> that's, all know we've that's, after, that's after two o'clock, though. Speaking, I mean, it's not like a 350 location there. Speaking of Thin, Thin Man's been around for two years now, too, which is which is a great thing. Um, with Rudy doing his thing there and the amount of collaborations that they've had, it's insane how people are getting exposed to beer that's being produced out here now. Well, I think that's too like the, uh, that's a you know a tip to the cap to them to you know collab with these big name breweries outside of. I mean, they area. have, but it's they, other ones too. I mean, it's the fact that this shit's so fresh that we're drinking now. Yeah, it's not just. 
you know, you buy some beer that's been sitting sitting on the shelf shelf for fuck, I can't talk. <laughs> sitting on the shelves for over three months, and the thing's past expiration. You know, you're getting beers that they're bringing in that have been bottled three days or canned three days before. You know, they're making beers that you're getting that are a couple days old. You know, I mean, the collabs that they do, it's just, it's such a different scene. I feel like now yeah. they're like, yeah, and that's the same. Well, I think too, like you're, you know, to Thin Man, to their, you know, chagrin, like they had a can party for other half to come in and sell a, a shit ton of their ca- their cans and Which the lines pro- were around the corner for people standing in line to, to buy these beers that we really don't have a opportunity to get to unless yeah. you want to drive out to the brewery but that's so. also that's also the hype for other half and that's a that's an ode to the buffalo beer scene here where the people that drink beer here are obsessed with certain beers and they love it and hey it's great because it gives us the exposure and gets breweries out here right. um, yeah i mean even the first time i went to thin man like brian took me there on my wife's birthday so actually took us there i was you know it was kind of a long for the ride more for me i guess but <laughs> you know we go in there and it's like fuck man you think you die and go to heaven with all the shit they have and just you know they're they're fresh they have what do they have like 30 beers on tap 20 beers on tap i mean not just trying to exaggerate i think i think, I think close to 20 i think it's but just it's under just, 20 it's just insane plus they have bottles and just you know the things that you can go there and get like five years ago this wasn't happening like you yeah. could not do this like i mean now you got kids that are in their early 20s and they're like beer aficionados at like 22 years old and you're just like shit like how did this happen where i mean Ham- hamburg brewing's been around for five years and they're they got a nice little space out in hamburg um they've been doing their thing and everything else and they they're they're helping the scene grow out in uh in the south towns between them and then 42 north um out in east aurora like like it's not it's it's a it's great to see all these random uh these random breweries popping up in in the suburbs surrounding suburbs as well because it gives people a reason to experience new and great beer yeah and, and um, you know maybe, definitely maybe. i mean even even the west shore you know it's popping up now in yeah. and clarence on the border of newstead akron i mean that's we out might, there but we might just, we might be a little uh little biased but <laughs> yeah maybe. You know, maybe but i mean just, just another thing that we sure, have that's so close and i mean they just keep on coming you well, know what we can keep trying them and we're not gonna stop i mean this it's better i mean i don't think that we our market yet has hit a point where we're too saturated where you can't enjoy a lot of these breweries well that's where i think they have to kind of you know hopefully branch out a little bit too from downtown buffalo there is you know a, a good portion of breweries in proximity to each other within like five mile radius of downtown what you're saying is hey. we need one in chictawaga yeah i mean exactly. that's well, what we really need right well that could also be chictawaga's own doing though because you know how the you know, how you know how you yeah. know how cheek to uh government is absolutely i mean um, even a place like amherst we do Main have Street, i mean 12 stuff. 12 gates has been around for three years now too and they're just outside of cheek right. so like i guess that's cheek to brewery it is cheek to i mean it's weird where they're located but i mean still it's super accessible it's close you know uh but i mean you think of like how amherst looks and if you ever can and you can drive down main street through williamsville amherst and just see like when everything is like moving slow and you actually get to enjoy what the scene does you know the scene is like there 
I mean, there would be a perfect place to have a brewery where, you know, within all these little shops and shit that you don't normally get to see unless you're stuck in traffic and you look over and go, holy shit, I didn't know that place was there. Like, right, yeah. it'd be cool. I mean, it'd be cool to have something by Glen Park and overlooking the water there. Finding finding the space to do something, though, is probably the main problem. Yeah, right there, I mean, if, too bad Morpac can't be a tap, like an actual, like, own brewery kind of thing there because that location's sick. I mean. Sure. Yeah, and we could talk about that on a different episode. Absolutely. Yeah, um, but we still, I mean, when it comes down to it, we have over in the Buffalo area, going from Lockport to East Aurora, we have about 22 breweries right now with one or two more opening before the end of the year which is insane sure to think about considering five years ago we had what five sure i mean that's like you said a lot of them are celebrating their third or second or first anniversary but I mean, even even five years ago it wasn't like you walk in consumers or premiere and just get the beer the same way the only thing you were getting then was like flying bison yeah and i mean that's granted what it was granted uh, yeah pearl street which is been around for 21 years sure um it does have its hand in lafayette and uh buffalo river works so i mean that takes up three of them as well so it, it's a little the numbers are a little skewed because of stuff like that but but i think that's too like the fact that you had to go out to the brewery like three years ago to try their stuff and Even now now, now yeah. with canning lines and these breweries you know Putting well, some some capital into buying canning machines. Well, yeah, the crawler systems that now. I mean, you walk into Resurgence on a random no, Wednesday. We have that's to say we haven't even fills. mentioned Resurgence yet. Yeah, you're able to you're able to go into Consumers or Premiere and buy the stuff in cans, where you don't have to you know make a day trip and hit up a couple breweries. You, I mean, you, you can go to the local store and bring it home and and enjoy it just like you were there. Well, Adam, I mean, even think about now. I mean, there's so many places you can go in the city, whether you go to like a Ballyhoo or you go on Elmwood, you go on Allen, you know, shit, you can go into 716 too and you can get local beers. Like, there are beers now that, like, you couldn't do this years ago. I mean, you're getting, you were getting random stuff from throughout the country. It's like, oh, we have a random Goose Island and a Sierra Nevada. And, you know, not to hate on those beers or anything. I mean, they're good beers that they make, but it's just, the fact is now we have so much stuff that's better locally than what we've been getting for the last you know since we've all been of age for drinking sure i mean it's it's different now once we're in our 30s and we're looking at you know drinking beers and it's great that we can get such it's so accessible to get good local beer where you know that they're getting stuff i mean even even some of them now with it's new york state ingredients i mean there's a malting company out in batavia yeah. you know new york state grown great. hops now it's just it's cool that the fact is like we are actually becoming legitimate for beer yeah i think you know to your point like five years ago you know there was only a handful of breweries now there's you know like brian said 22 uh you can do uh you can do a day brewery trail and and hit up all these breweries all Which, at once where before you were trekking you know probably 15 20 30 miles in between breweries to go to the next one and you know like with Uber, or you, you know, it's just now there's more at your disposal within a closer proximity where you can make a day out of it or make a weekend. Out you know of how it. many times I've been at Old First Ward when a bus pulls up and all of a sudden a bunch of people come out just to hit the brewery up, and now they go over to Pressure Drop right next door to it pretty much and do and just hit that up and then make their way over to Buffalo Brewing Company on top of that. Well, that's nice for you guys because normally by the time I hit. Old First Ward, I'm usually incapacitated. 
And the only thing I remember about the last time I was there is that my wife dropped the chicken wing, and we just stared at it, and neither one of us picked it up. Yeah, you guys were, you guys were something else that night. I can tell you that much. You were you were extra saucy that night. I just remember taking an Uber home, and the lady was very nice, and the chicken wing, and their nachos were real good too. But you give that Uber rating? I always give them five, dude. Unless they're like weird or like almost kill us, like they're getting a five, dude. They're out there making a living. I don't think I've taken it. I haven't taken an Uber yet, so I gotta. My parents probably take more Ubers than we do. I, I think my parents are like have better ratings than me. They, my mom said something the other day, like she gets, she's got a discount on Uber for how many rides she's taken. We gotta pop that. We gotta pop that Uber cherry. That's insane that they've taken it that much. They, dude, they got they got a plan hooked up. Like they go to their they go to their spot, they leave a car. And they had they hit up a couple other places they want. And well, that's your that's your dad hitting that that Twitter feed hard, man. Hey, getting that social okay. media. On. Whatever whatever he decides to do at this point of his life, man, I'm just there for the ride. Hey, he works Twitter better than you do, bro. That is yeah. true. He's got at least a picture now. Well, I'm a you know I'm a I'm a Twitter newborn. I just got on that Twitter. Dude, like, bullshit. You so is he. I made your account and I made his account. How do you want to talk about? I still that? don't even. Have, I don't still even have that Twitter <laughs> picture yet. So if I remember what your password I made, it I would have changed your picture already. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hop into this second beer now. All right, I'm gonna open this quick. I mean, you can you can put it on the mic. Ooh, I think we heard a little bit of that. Oh, shit. Got a nice little crawler going on over here. We have ourselves a crawler of the Moon Pies from Misfits release from Community Beer Works. It is a 6.2 ABV brown ale. Um, it is brewed with typical coffee, um, flaked oats, vanilla, lactose, uh, roasted malt, and has a little bit of a slight hop bite. Um, I went and picked this up uh they released it the sunday before memorial day and blew through that keg within a couple of hours and it was uh it was it was a it was a nice um nice release great holiday weekend and to me this beer is a is a nice little uh Nice little treat. I just want to say that fact that I love these crawlers. Like, the crawlers is like my favorite shit now. I love the fact that like you go to Buffalo Brewing Company, they give they got that three the giant like monstrous like I don't know what you want to call it, like holder like top attaching that you would get from like a normal four pack, like the plastic thing that they all hook up. Resurgence, if you get more than like two, they'll give you this cool like cardboard box container for them. I mean. I just love the fact that the beer is so damn fresh. It's not like a growler, like, oh, shit, if you don't drink in a couple of days, it's garbage. It's These things stay for a few weeks, and, you know, random Wednesday show up at Resurgence and be like, hey, give me a black Kern and a Sitmo, and, you know, you're on your way in 10 minutes. And if you can drink them that night, you can drink them two weeks. And they're, you know, right now we took one crawler and pretty much filled up three pine glasses between us. Yeah, when I was when after after actually after I picked up this uh, this crawler from CBW, I swung by Resurgence and. Oh, dude! Uh, it's, if you're going there, I mean, it's a double banger right yeah, there. They're, they're 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 two blocks away from each other, so if you're hitting up one, you have to hit the other one up. Um, the shit but is good. If I uh, 
or I stopped in there and he actually accidentally instead of giving me a crower. So the whole part Memorial Day party I was at, I was just drinking that black currant the whole night. Which I wasn't necessarily complaining, but goddamn man. I still Heart- need to get on that black currant train. <laughs> Heart, heartburn Harper came up strong on Monday I'll tell you that so much we had little Caesars pizza tonight it's going to be Harper no matter what at this point you got to get that base layer going oh it is I mean the, the old school base layers of me eating a loaf of bread and a bunch of Pepto-Bismol it's not really the same anymore so you know. but I mean you know back to the back to the beer I, I think it's you know it's it's really good um, you know definitely get that that coffee note um, oh it hits you hard um, you know got that roasty you know nose feel you know when you get in there off the off the pour um you know very balanced all the way through a uh, little bit of happiness like they said uh, yeah on the back end but not too bad i, I think mean, I, I think I, the co- i think the coffee overpowers that a little bit i i the, the thing with me for this beer because you, you get more of a, like an aftertaste i think with the coffee but if you had this shit in an unmarked small can you know not just the cbw crowd that we've had sitting here for like 20 minutes now you know you if this was an like, unknown beer, you just poured this shit to me, I'd be like, wow, this is a good beer. The fact is, too, I mean, we might have a bias with CBW because we know they're a good beer. You know you're not going to get something really necessarily bad from them. You might get something that's not your style, um, but, I mean, it's never anything like, like, what do we get in here? But, I mean, saying just if you blind taste tested this, you know, I, I think for a brown ale, we'd be all really impressed with it. Just... Like a, like I said, blind taste test for it, not just going because it's hard for me to to like a brown, and I try to go in with an open mind every time. I mean, I like porters, I like stouts, I like dark beers, but you know this shit. I mean, it's smooth though. I'm. Well, we know our boy Greg will uh will will put his nose up to this because he's got that coffee flavor in there. You know, he shies away from those coffees, but um, you know, I think I think this is spot on. I think CBW did a great job with this. And I mean, think of it. It's been it's been in the high 80s and 90s all week here, and we're sitting outside and drinking this now, and it's not like a beer where you're like, I can't drink this beer right now. Like, there's way too much going on. Like, oh, I, I can chug this if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, right exactly. Now. I'm saying, like, it, it's a solid enough beer that, I mean, if this was a regular rotation beer, I don't think you'd get anybody upset about it. I think if it's September, you know, and it's getting a little cool out, and you got this. Well, if you look I mean, at stupid the way beers are released now, you're gonna get a fucking fall beer in like first day of August. Like, yeah, I let End me. Of July. Uh, yeah, the, the beer to me the way the beer seasons are rolling out now, like on a national scale, like I hate that shit. But yeah, no, that, and that's 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 just how it is, though. Unfortunately, everything gets released the way that is. But we can always talk about that later too. Um, I mean, I don't think they'll end up doing something like this again. This was kind of like their one-off employee test batch for yeah. their uh, um, design, their media guy. Okay. And uh, plus they have the whale as their base brown, which is a great beer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you see that on tap, chances are you're probably going to get it if, like, you've had everything on that list already. I mean, if you're like me, you're probably going to get something that you've never had before. Sure. Um, but sure. I mean, that's like there, there's certain things you have a go to with it. Like, I mean, if you're out, you're gonna go for something. But a lot of times, too, if the whale's on there, they probably have two other CBW beers. Is what I tend to see. Yeah. Yeah, you're either gonna see Frank, you're gonna see the whale, 
or you might see something like either Rutherford or anything like no, that. No, you see Interiobank out. Yeah, I, yeah. Was at a, I was at a function last week or a week and a half ago, and they had the whale, the Frank, and then they had the, the Interiobank on tap, you know, for you know selections for draft. Yeah, I think they're starting to push that a little more since it won some awards recently too. So, but yeah, definitely, I mean, it's something that I. I enjoy their beers. I mean, not many other ways to say it other than that. Their beers are good. I I can't complain. I don't think I've ever had a beer for them where I'm like, this is something I don't want to be drinking right now. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna turn it away, or you're not gonna, you know, leave three quarters of a glass, you know, and, and walk out of the joint. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna sit there. You're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna sip on it. Um, you know, and you're probably gonna have another one. So yeah, it's not Anderson Valley. Yeah. <laughs> least favorite brewery ever one thing we didn't actually mention too is Cheektowaga does have a brewery if you think about it do you guys know where are you, where are you alluding to Brian do you guys uh, do. It's, uh, it's, it's at the Galleria Mall <laughs> uh, it's Gordon Biersch they've been around for seven years dude seven years yeah like I don't know if they've like been building it for seven years and like it opened up whatever that but I mean, as far as I can tell, it's been around for a while. That is crazy. That's more than I've had kids. So I based off everything but pre-kids and post-kids. So I feel I, 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 I feel like it opened up after you had kids. I feel like that, too, because if it was – if that was the case, I mean, we were like – we, we lived like four minutes away we from We probably the would have been going there regularly. Yeah. But then again, it is a brewery and a mall, and it's not real. Like, I mean, it's a local brewery. They do brew beer there and everything else. Sure. But it's also like a, it's a chain, chain brewery. Right? Chain-esque, yeah. Like, I it's, think. I think, originated out in, like, either San Diego or, San, like, at some place out. Like, they specialize Diego. in, like, German-style beers, but I mean. Which I'm not going to complain about. For me, like, I do enjoy a nice Vienna lager or Czech Pilsner or something yeah, like if that. If they were doing Straight that, I want a rush. I mean, I want that smoked beer. I want to feel like I'm drinking a campfire. I mean, that's... When you're talking German beers, that's what it does it for me. But you don't really get too much of that brewed around here. Um, no, Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo Brewing Company's Gradzitski, though, that they did brew for Dingus Day is actually a great smoked beer, though. Yeah, I mean, that's... It's, one it's, a heavy, it's brewed with a lot of smoke malt in those. So. Oh yeah, I think I think it's 100 percent like smoke malt. Yeah, I mean, which you know, there's the brewery out of Germany. I think it's Ashley Kara that does. Um, they pretty much exclusively brew with smoke malt, and I mean, unique flavor all around. I mean, I remember years ago I had you. You were at a random consumers, and you noticed that they had them. I told you buy every one that they had, because I think I think that I think that winter you had what like 12, 12 of them just sitting. I saved a lot of those bottles for a long time when I was brewing stuff to put in them because I wanted to be in the smoke bottle, too. As, as a home brewer, too, have you actually brewed with any kind of smoke malt? Yeah, I, I would, like, um, use the cherry smoked malt. That was one that I, like, you almost get a little bit of a bacon flavor to it um, with the cherry wood uh, malt, but it's... It's not. It's not a beer that's for everybody. Plus, it, it changes flavors too. Over the years. Yeah, I mean, especially because when we were making those, we were bottling. Now we're kegging everything, so it's a little bit different. We're trying to drink everything as fresh as possible. You know, goes back to New England's ruining everything for us. But you know, unless you're trying to make like a big stout and you want to age it to get that booziness to settle, um, you know, I mean, the flavors change. I mean, we 
We have one. We could drink one if one of these times on an upcoming podcast if we want. That's from I don't know five years ago, six no, years yeah, ago. Yeah. So did you did you brew one since you moved into this house or no? I haven't brewed one, and I think last time I was I only had one kid. So for for our listeners, um, Eric over here has been home brewing for about what ten years now. Seven, I think seven. Well, I mean, it's been. What two thousand and ten? Started so eight, so eight years then. Yeah. You know, and uh, in our opinion, he's gotten pretty good at it. Yeah, I think he he puts out some solid stuff. He needs to start putting his stuff in the competition. So no. that's yeah. a little biased. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, that's less beer that we get to drink if we do it that way. I mean, let it be a secret to us. It's all right. I think I think your dad wouldn't mind not drinking like six or seven beers. Yeah, but I mean, we could just replace it with Jenny White. We're good there then. <laughs> give him, give him a nice natty daddy. Uh, he drank one the other day. I tried him to get rid of it. I've been working on that six or that four pack of him for the last eighteen months. You didn't get that Milwaukee uh, Ultra High Reserve oh, when God. you were down I in PA I don't even know the other what day. That was everything was Milwaukee Special Reserve, and it was just like, what is this shit here? Like, I mean. I mean, whatever. Like I, I like we said, it's we brewed have, straight from the mountains, bro. We have, we like commercial brews too. I'll still drink Molson. I'll drink Labatt. Hey, you know. Hey, every single person on this podcast loves twisted tea. That is Damn true. Right, yeah. So and Jenny Amen Cream. Amen to now. that. <laughs> I mean, I'll drink. You can give me a thirty pack of Jenny Cream, uh, Cream Ale or Jenny Light, and shit. Let's have a Saturday, man. But hey, that's what that's what we grew up on. So we're always gonna go back to it. You know what I mean? You gotta Absolutely. get that peach twisty in your life. You need you need some of that. Yeah, they got rid of that bourbon barrel crap one for <laughs> iced tea. So I'm I'm 100% on the peach train. I will go to Walmart and buy all the peach iced tea mix that they have, <laughs> just because I love peach iced tea. True that. I'm down with you. But yeah, um, we didn't really touch base on like. We even have a couple of brew pubs out in the city, too. Uh, we have Sato that just opened up a little under a year ago. Um, we also have, like we mentioned before, Pearl Street and Buffalo Brew Pub out in Williamsville over on the corner of Main and Transit. Uh, they've been around, actually, for, what, over... They're on, like, almost 30, 30, years, 30 years. I would say They are the 30. OG location, man, like... I remember we used to go there and you drink like the random house beers and you'd be like, like, all right, yeah, this is weird. Like they made some oatmeal ale or some shit like that. And I'm like, ah, just give me a Molson. There yeah, we had those, we had those wedding photos. No, they, there. they have the red yeah. ale. They have a red that, ale there, don't they? That's a, that's Adam's Adam's spot. That's, uh, our, that's our go-to spot. Him and his him and his wife. That's that's their. That's where it all began. It used to yeah. be our spot at two o'clock in the morning when. Uh, yeah, we all worked. We, got out of we work. all worked on that corner, so. We uh we had some times there. The whether it was the people that worked there or people that came from there, or vice versa. Or the, peanut, the peanuts just, on the floor. Just yeah, can we just say something though? For if you want to run a hell of a ship that's gonna get some people in there, have some fucking free popcorn and peanuts, dude. Yeah. People are gonna drink more, and the shit's awesome. Yeah, no brainer there. I mean, people like free shit. My my dad owned a bar back in the day. I take that back. It was in the bar that he owned. It was a bar that my uncle owned, and they used to make their own potato chips there, and they'd salt the living shit out of them because they knew people were going to eat the chips and then buy more beer. You give out free shit at a bar, like peanuts and popcorn, I'm there every time. You might find my dad there, too. 
Sure, yeah, he'll be he'll be slithering over there. Your dad probably has a jacket that has some thirty-year-old peanuts in him. My dude. dad tries to come over to my house every time and wants the popcorn. <laughs> he thinks it is like a bar still to him. Just because it's a basement bar doesn't mean that you can sit there and, and have free popcorn. You got that big old jug of peanuts downstairs too. I, dude, I've looked online. I've really considered. If I didn't have a dog and I could throw peanut shells on the floor, I 100% would be throwing peanut shells on the floor in my basement. Yo, dogs, dogs will, they'll just shit that stuff out anyhow, yeah, though. Yeah, but he's, he's a small dog. It's not like it comes out on an easy pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True story on that. Yeah, you're going to have to fucking take him to the fucking vet to get that shit out, though. Yeah. Well, you know, like, you know, going back on the brew pub scene, uh, we went to Sato recently, a couple months ago, and um, it seems like they were on the, you know, the you know hype train where they they made this glitter beer right is that what it they were they are the first and only brewery in buffalo that did the glitter beer um there's a there's another bar out uh, off allen that has served glitter beer i don't know if they still do or drink glitter dude people people love it man people they're, love that man it's, they're it's, entranced by the glitter can you imagine if you like forgot that you drink a glitter beer the night before and you go for a wipe and like like Oh shit! I'm wiping my ass and there's just—it's fucking sparkling. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Like, like you could have stayed. From what I understand, from what I understand, out on Al- or on uh, Arrow Drive, you know. From what I understand is a late night over there. From what I understand is it doesn't come out in your shit. Where the fuck does it go? Is it, it just it just dissolves, man. Does your kidney fucking swipe it off? Does it come in your liver? Like it's edible. No, it's it's glitter, dude. I want my shit shining, dude. It doesn't shine, I guess. It, I don't know. I don't, Yo, know, it makes your it makes your stomach sparkly clean. No, I don't no, care. No, dude. All right, we're gonna get some edible glitter and we're gonna put this in one of I'm these. Not fuck, I'm not fucking. Making, you're making that glitter I'm beer, not, bro. I refuse to do That's that. That's for another podcast for yeah. another day. Oh, you have to go to the doctor. Oh, did you get a hemorrhoid? No, I got, I got glitter <laughs> shit. Help me out, doc. How am I gonna explain this one to everybody? <laughs> but no, yeah, they uh, they were the first uh, brewery to do it, and they went through it pretty quickly, from what I understand. Yeah, and it was a good spot. I mean, you know, the food was good. Um, you know, the beer was good. So it's definitely a, a spot that's worth hitting up to, to take a look. Yeah, it's underground right. too. Right downtown on what Pearl Street? Yeah, Pearl near uh, Swan, I think. But yeah, between uh, between that, then you're right over there at Pearl Street, and then hold sure. up a second, dude. Anytime you've ever had, you get a cart that has glitter in it, or you're like. I don't want my kids spilled fucking glitter. That it's shit di- is never leaving you. It's different glitter, though. There's people that lived in that house five years ago that I lived in. After my kid dumped glitter, I swear they're still picking up that same fucking glitter. Yeah, but that's not that's I not don't the got same. That in my body. That's not the same glitter that they're putting in these kegs, dude. <laughs> you're you're too hungry. If it hung, shimmers shine, I don't this. want it in my body. <laughs> Let me just drink my beer and <laughs> twisted teas, and let's call it a fucking Yo, day. I'm gonna that. sneak that glitter in your twisty, dude. I'd, I'd drink that. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> oh, God bless sign, you. I hope you got a good insurance policy. I'll, I'll get on that. Yeah, my insurance is all right. It hasn't, hasn't failed me yet. Yeah, we're still, we're still, you know, going strong over here. I'm not six feet under yet. Well, you guys got anything to close up our first podcast? No, man. I mean, I think it's uh, good to get going on this, talking about local scene and some uh shit that we're into and uh you know look forward to doing this again yeah i mean i think you know out of the two beers we had tonight uh, the second one the brown ale was 
spot on. I definitely would have it again. Um, hope they, you know, they brew it again. Um, but overall, I hope everybody enjoyed it. And, you know, hope we will see you again soon. So I'll kick it over, Brian. Yeah, and I mean, like, like they just said, hopefully everybody keeps on listening and thanks for joining us on our first episode and we're going to uh you know keep working at this and we'll have some fun stuff for you guys to listen to and look forward to so everybody have a great day night or whatever the hell you may be doing and whenever you're thinking of beer think of what the hops and drink local